Welcome to The Sweet Spot with author Marcia Scott, episode eight. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about grace. He was with me in the fall. My husband is doing a teaching series on grace, which you can find on the Lighthouse Worship Center Facebook page. And my son Darren just released his first single entitled Grace. You can download it on iTunes or any other music platform. Thanks in advance for your support. Grace is such an amazing topic to approach at the top of the year. I have been blessed with a lot of time to explore it. While attempting to carry boxes left over from Christmas down to our garage, I missed a few steps and broke my fibula bone. Turn to your neighbor and say, ouch. I had two options, drop into a serious rut of self-pity and depression, or explore the many lessons I learned in the fall. You see, when I went to see my podiatrist, I learned that I had a clean break. That in itself will teach. This means that my break was properly aligned and that I would not need surgery. I did approach self-pity, to be honest. I felt like such an idiot for rushing, and because I am the type that always needs to feel productive, I also felt useless and frustrated due to having to sit still with my ankle elevated in a doctor-prescribed boot. I'll be down for a while, unable to put any weight or pressure on my foot. I am thankful for a husband that gently continued to remind me that it could have been worse. I have come to the place now that I am grateful he was indeed with me in the fall. Let me identify a few types of falls. We are all familiar with falling off a diet or eating plan. We've heard terms like falling from grace, which typically is used to describe a leader with great prominence falling into promiscuous behavior. When an addict returns to his or her addiction, we say they've fallen off the wagon. However, we all fall short. We make commitments to ourselves, our God, and one another only to find ourselves inconsistent or failing miserably. I think failure is a huge part of success, though. I try to find a lesson in everything, and I do mean everything. Many don't like to grope or wrestle with failure. I think it's necessary to face our failures head on to ensure future victories. This is what I did immediately after my fall. I'm going to share a few things I observed. I have a few F's for you. I believe you can relate to God's grace that surrounds us when we fall. Number one, there is the frustration of the fall. When I fell, I felt silly, stupid, and inadequate. It was real, y'all. I immediately began to go over and over in my mind as to how I found myself in the predicament that I was in. Negative thoughts began to swirl in my mind as I was forced to manage the real gravity and pain of my current condition. Can I tell you today that you are not stupid, silly, or inept because you made a mistake, have a real struggle, or gave in once again? You are human, a human that needs your God. I felt disappointed in myself for making a choice that would shortchange my goals and top-of-the-year success. But could it be that God wanted to reset me for a different type of success? God's success? I am reaching out and reaching up for God's hand. I am asking that you do the same. Shift from frustration to fascination. Meditate on the awesomeness of having a God that doesn't come to kick you while you're down, condemn you, or punish you. Come to terms with the fact that you serve a God of grace, that after he's shown you the moves that you made that caused your downward spiral, only wants to hold you, comfort you, and pick you up again. It's mind-boggling. The love of God will blow you. 
No more frustration, my sister, my brother. Shift over into his amazing, undeniable grace. Number two, here's another F for you. There is the fear of falling. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. The pain at the time of the fall and afterwards was excruciating. I left the ER with a temporary fiberglass boot and crutches. This is my first time with a major break. I wasn't sure how to navigate with crutches and heavy painkillers. I began to build up a mental fear that I would somehow fall again. It was a short-lived but real mental challenge. I believe this is what happens spiritually. We fall. We experience the pain of consequence. We begin to nurse and cater to the places that broke us so painfully. Marriages fail, so we make inner vows to never love and trust again. We experience church hurt and an auxiliary, so we decide never to serve again. If the hurt is from the leadership, we swear off church altogether. The fall from grace that came as a result of our own doing can cause self-doubt and fear of failure that debilitates us from ever trying again. After I fell, I was shook and careful, deliberate. Can I tell you that that's a good thing? Rushing, trying to clean and prepare dinner before my family arrived home is what caused my fall in the first place. In retrospect, I began exploring my ability to rush through life. My always having to be in control and attempts to keep everyone and everything on course. Now everything is out of control. God can now keep everything on point and on course. This frees me. Don't fear the fall. Embrace the fall. Maybe it came to free you, free you up to not only focus on your surroundings, other people and goals that you set. Could it be that God wants to slow you down at the top of 2021? He may want you to stop some activities altogether in order to show you something that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, that has never entered into your heart. There may be people in your life that no longer serve you that would hinder you from going to your next level or places you frequent that keep you stuck and trapped in cycles of addiction. Let's transition from mind-binding fear to freedom to stay, pray, and lay before the Lord deliberately, carefully, and openly. Number three. The third F is to be fixed in the fall. I have to sit for two weeks in a boot with my leg elevated. The doctor told me that if I didn't heed the warning to wear the boot and avoid applying pressure, I would probably cause damage in other areas of my leg and require surgery. I'd also require a longer duration of heal time. I made up my mind to comply. The nurse came in with another more severe warning. She said so many don't listen. They take off the boot prematurely and apply pressure too soon, only to cause more damage. Isn't that like us sometimes? We get tired of waiting, obeying, responding properly. It gets old. We have a better way, a better plan. We start to feel better, like we're ready to make moves again. Listen, I don't want you to stay in the boot of life or in a restricted place a second longer than prescribed. Can I suggest to you that you don't want to stay single, broke, unemployed, unpromotable, depressed, obese, stagnant, stale, or hurt a second longer than necessary? This is why you have to be ever so careful what you do after the break. How do you manage the pain? Are you reaching further outside of God's directives prematurely for things that will only take you deeper into self-inflicted pain? You are going to have to get fixed in the fall. I know it hurts, whatever broke you. 
Let's agree the pain is real, but what you do next matters. Do not rush into the arms of another lover. Don't be quick to rush into a lower pain or dead end job just to get away from these people. Sometimes you have to learn to plant your feet. Allow God to stabilize you. You shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. The fall has you fixed so you can't run. So please don't meditate on your pain and try to work things out in your own strength. You definitely cannot go back to the cycle of behavior that broke you in the first place. I challenged my thinking immediately after the break. I decided that a lack of love and patience were at play in my life at the time. Things around me didn't need to look perfect. It would have been more important to love the ones I was with. Who cares if the Christmas decorations were still out? I also decided that I needed to change. You too may be in a situation that has you still and fixed. Explore what God is speaking to you in this season. Set yourself, be still and fixed in the fall. Don't be so quick to move, quick to try to fix things or arrange things the way they were before. It was the way your life was flowing before that caused your fall. I encourage you to fix yourself. Seek the face of God. The confusion, frustration, and fear involved in falling will push you to be prompt to make impulsive decisions. God will allow circumstances to fix you. You can become so pressed down by the circumstances that you couldn't move if you wanted to. This fixture is good. This process is working out brokenness. Brokenness ensures that you'll never fall again. You settle into the pain. You determine that this is not a pain that you ever want to experience again. This experience will cause you to move differently, permanently, forever fixed, forever changed. Number four, let's focus in the fall. God's grace. His supernatural ability or help is with you in your times of falling. Ask God, what am I to do while down? Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Take this time to focus on hearing from God. This might include a variety of things. At first, I didn't feel much like praying or anything. I was too busy beating myself up for hindering my own productivity. When I chose to focus on God instead, I found that God had a plan for productivity despite the fall. Can I tell you that God will meet you right where you are if you'd only look up? Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. The King of glory shall enter your circumstances. This is grace. You don't have to get up. He'll come down to where you are. People will wonder why you praise, worship, and give the way you do. It's because you've experienced God's unmerited grace. You've experienced him coming down to you after the fall. All you have to do is stop berating yourself and focus, read, listen, and embrace the whisperings of the Holy Spirit. His promptings will speak to your spirit in this season of grace. Number five, the next F deals with the fallacy of the fall. Fallacy means a mistaken belief, especially one based on unsound argument, a failure in reasoning, which renders an argument invalid. You must get up from the fall with a new belief system, a new argument. I need you to lean in. If you insist on your current beliefs, arguing that your way is right and not be open to change, you are guaranteed to fall again. Many times we stubbornly assert our own way. You insist on dating a certain type of guy or girl. You argue, it's my type. But really, how is that working out for you, sis or bruh? Please don't hold on to attitudes, behaviors, and traditions 
that cause you to falter. It's the top of the new year. Don't let it be said that God had to allow a painful break in order to alter a belief system that leaves you having to fake it, fix it, and failing continuously. God loves you too much to see you in a never-ending cycle of losses. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, is my way of doing, thinking, and being really working for me? Be objective, dear heart. Number six, the final F deals with faith in the fall. While still, God will begin showing you glimpses of your future. The fact that God has shown you your future is giving you the courage and the will to rise up again. In the midst of a fall, it is really easy to begin to believe that there is no coming back from this. We fail to see our current set of circumstances as a temporary setback. The pain, embarrassment, and failure surrounding the fall have a real mental and emotional impact. This is where your faith comes into play. Have you ever fallen before? Did God bring you out? Have you ever experienced setbacks before? If so, did you make a comeback? If God was with you before, he'll be with you again. His word promises that he'll never leave you or forsake you. We fail, but God never fails. There is no variableness or shadow of turning with him. You've gained spirituality and new levels of empathy and compassion. Now emerge strong in faith, ready to walk by faith in the undeniable grace God has in store for you. You must meditate on scriptures that apply to the promising future that God showed you before the fall. One mistake, misstep, or scandalous matter will not disqualify God from working in your life. You will have power and protection from God. If you've lost faith in yourself, it's okay. You'll regain it, but never lose faith in God. His grace is truly sufficient in times of weakness. Now I want to take you to the sweet spot. This is where I minister directly to your spirit. You must learn to lean on what's left. While grooming at the start of my day, I found myself putting pressure on my left leg simply because my right ankle was broken. God spoke to me. He told me to tell you that you must learn to lean on what's left. In the midst of a fall, you'll find things inoperable, damaged, and not fully working up to its capacity. You can't stop. Assess what's left. For example, your child may have hit a particularly rebellious season, but is willing to continue to attend church. Work with what's left. Your marital relationship may have hit a dry patch, but you still continue to do great ministry together. Work that. You show up at a job that seems dead end. Work it until you fulfill the credentials necessary to obtain your dream job. You need to give God time to heal and deal with your current circumstance. All the while, keep working, leaning, and depending on what you have left. Many can attest that broken things are often restored. Do not miss your season of healing and restoration due to pain, disorientation, and the strain that is put on what's left. Do not give up on what's left. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. This would be equivalent to asking the doctor to amputate your leg totally due to a bad break. Will you throw the whole ministry, marriage, kid, career, or vision away? God will help you navigate with what's left until he makes your situation whole. He knows how to help you work with what's left. He'll help you put the pieces back together. He'll help you succeed. You'll be so glad you kept right on working with the grace and help of God. 
you'll have the testimony that he was with you in the fall. Grace provides solutions and help. Look for solutions, support, and success in 2021. Let me speak prophetically to you. Look for solutions, support, and success in 2021. There's three S's for you. If you look to the one that's with you in the fall, solutions, support, and sizable donations are coming. That's three more S's for you. You won't fall the same way again because you now know what's problematic. You can note what's problematic for you. You can now lay aside every weight and sin that would so easily beset you. Be intentional about removing the stumbling blocks in your life. People, places, and things that tend to trip you up. Listen, what trips me up may be totally different than what trips you up. To thine own self be true. Be honest. Be careful. Be deliberate. You will stand on your own two feet again. Keep in mind, when you strike out to take strides in your own life, in your new life after the fall, that there will be people that will always remind you of your fall from grace. People who don't really want to see you get up. They want to always associate you with what you did in the past. They'll mimic and mock you as you attempt to rise and get your balance. They use your fall from grace to try to disqualify you from your next in God. Don't let them do it. You have grace extended to you to help you overcome. God will equip you as long as you're willing to extend that same grace to others in need of your unique talents and gifts. Listen, I told you at the top of the podcast that my son recorded his first single entitled Grace. I want to play a portion of that for you now to encourage you. The next part says, I don't understand why you still love me. many know, amen, that we are blessed to be graced by God. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Sweet Spot. Consider liking and sharing it on your Facebook page. My goal is to build women and any men that tune in too. If you are interested in purchasing my book, The Secret is in the Sauce, please go to www.authormarshascott.com or email me at authormarshascott at yahoo.com. It can also be found at Amazon.com. Blessings.